My mother told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And today is a very special episode for me, Natalia, <laughs> personally, because we are talking about my favorite person in Korean entertainment. That's right. We're talking about Lee June. They do. You know what? Lee June has a special place in my heart and a special place in the Korean entertainment industry because you know how you have all of these like idols turned actors? Well, have you ever heard of an actor turned idol and then turned back to actor? Yeah, because that's what actor. Lee June got up to. He just went that's like right. <laughs> He did a whole switchery room. Uh, so today, yeah, we're going to talk about my just Lee June, my sweet boy, my sweet, sweet man. And he's up to a lot these days. He is. He's a very he busy is. man. He's a very busy man. Has been busy since basically 2009. He has not stopped. And we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, about it. Except well, I mean, enlistment. Well, well, he was still busy. Just <laughs> he not. Was busy. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You know, he was he was still doing. Is he doing other stuff? Yeah. And so hopefully, like, if you're coming in not knowing much about him, maybe you've only seen him in Bulgasol or something, this will be a great introductory course into finding him. The magic of Lee June. Just sharing <laughs> the love of yeah. Lee June to everyone else. Uh, Lee June, I'll do a little, 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 little background on our sweet boy. So he was born on February 7th, 1988. Nice little late 80s baby, like like two of us on this podcast. Uh, and his name was, well, is Lee Chang's son, but his stage name is Lee June, which does become a problem when you're trying to like search for articles about him because you're going to get a lot of Lee Jun Gi, who is great, very high profile, which sort of drowns out all of Which this. luckily they look very, very different. They from look each other. nothing alike. Oh, so they're, oh my they will not be mistaken for each other. <laughs> no. Um, so as a teen, he was very into dance mm -hmm. and won a dance competition, which then gave him a scholarship to attend the Seoul Arts High School to, to learn ballet, where mm -hmm. he was scouted by Rain's company. You know, Rain, the Rain. The Rain. <laughs> the um, Rain. The Rain. The Rain, you know, I, I, you don't know who Rain is. You, I don't know what to we, tell we you. We should maybe tell you about Rain someday. That's yeah, what we'll yeah, just say. Yeah, we maybe probably be, should. We'll throw it on our like music deep dive list. <laughs> yeah, like if you haven't heard of Rain yet, you must be new and that's fine. But he's a big deal, okay? Big deal. Other in education, he also attended uh, the Korea National University where he also studied ballet, which is... Wow. Very impressive. So he's a, an incredible dancer. Uh, he then trained, basically was trained by Rain, the singer, uh, and debuted as a group. Okay, he didn't debut, but he debuted in a musical group, the, the boy group M Black, uh, which unlike many debuts where they go on like a music show or whatever, no, that wasn't good enough. They debuted as the opening act for a rain concert of course which is like a huge debut because in 2009 when they debuted rain was like top of the world music wise like 
He was on Stephen Colbert that year. Okay. Because <laughs> he was also like huge. He had that movie that yeah, was. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get there. We'll get there. Right? We'll get there. So <laughs> he was everywhere. We're not there. Like, We're not there yet. We'll get there. We'll get to the we'll get to the movie. Um, if you've ever heard the song Singing in Korean by Stephen Colbert, that was with Rain. So big deal, big deal. Uh so anyway, uh he then debuted as in M Black, which was his group, where they had three single albums, seven EPs, and a studio album before he was like, I'm done with this stage of my life. <laughs> and, uh, peace after out, five years, he was like, <laughs> we're good. In 2014, he was like, we're, we're moving on. This has been fun. I'm done. <laughs> before he even debuted as Flag, as I said, he debuted in a movie and it was not a korean movie that's right his debut was in hollywood for the incredible film that we will talk about later ninja assassin where in a bit of a nepotistic turn he played the teenage version of rain you can see some like interconnections i feel like rain may have gotten him the gig well perhaps that's I, the like I watched one of those, uh, one of the interviews with Lee June, and that's what he said. He was like, he went to audition or whatever in front of Rain, and Rain just kept saying, you remind me of me. You remind me of a young me. You're a young me. You're going to be the young me. (laughs) I just need to point out what I love about the fact that he played Teenage Rain is him and Rain look nothing no, they don't like they no. have no features in common like no. it was like the least believable younger version of someone <laughs> korean individual seen. and a korean individual that's it. Yeah. that's it they look nothing alike but it was fine though he, he did he did play an extra in a drama in 20 2008 I don't think we're going to count that. He was he was an extra, uncredited background actor. But it's important to note, he was up to the, you know, the thing. Uh, he then, after 2009, started picking up Korean roles, where he would speak in Korean and not English, which led to his two first main roles. One, as a method actor who was spiraling out of control in the movie Rough Play, also which, known as An Actor is an Actor, wild movie. That is a wild first thing to take like that yeah. that is that was like his first movie. lead role and uh he actually won an award for best actor uh at the wildflower film festival and then had a bunch of nominations for best actor for that movie and then his next big role was as a serial killer in gap dong yeah. <laughs> we love it it's is it a good drama we'll discuss yeah but later <laughs> he's good in it he then got like a lot of notice for his uh, role as a teen father in The Incredible, heard it through the grapevine in 2015, where he not he won the Excellence in Acting Award at the Korean Drama Awards and the Excellence Award for an actor in a drama serial in the Apan Star Awards, which is like a big award thing. And then, you know, he did his first Weekender in 2017 and then enlisted in 2017 immediately afterwards where he did public service work because he does have bipolar and panic attacks. So that's cool that he's very open and honest about it. And then he was discharged in uh, December 2019 where he started his own radio show and started starring in Netflix 
shows. <laughs> and he had a, a couple years romance with uh, Jung So Min, which apparently ended very amicably. And uh, he's also beloved by several women that we love on this podcast. We Dahi, in an interview, went on about how she loves him. <laughs> and he is her ideal type. And Beiduna loves him and called into his radio show to basically tell his radio show how much she loves him. Uh, so he's beloved by women, which means I think we can all say thumbs up. Thumbs up. If you're beloved Usually by women, as far side. as we know. If you, have, if you have Beiduna's stamp of approval, yeah, as, as far as we know, that's a good sign. Jump So Min is like adorable and sweet yeah. and perfect. Yeah. And if she's like, yeah, well, I want to have like, a, they were together for like three years. Almost three years. Yeah. 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 So, like through so. the enlistment. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't break up with him when he went off. She didn't do that no. thing. She, yeah. No. I feel like it was one but, of those, like, we're both really busy. And well, one of his interviews, he said something about how he's too, like, he doesn't think he, he can't approach women. He doesn't. He he can't ask people out, so yeah. that insinuates that she's the one who approached him, <laughs> asked him out, which you know suggests that he's a pretty approachable, decent. Mm-hmm. He seems like a nice guy. Like yeah, he, he does, still he yeah. still lives with his mom. I was reading an interview where he was very open about that, where he said like, "Yeah, I live with my mom because I'll probably stay here till I get till I get married because I get lonely." <laughs> so. And also, he doesn't think he's that great at, like, house chores stuff. And laundry and things. He's like, I'm pretty sure I would just, like, put my laundry in the tub with me and <laughs> make, make it do. So you're like, oh, okay, you're, you're useless. Oh, baby. But you're <laughs> self-aware. Yeah. We like a self-aware Yeah. At least he knows. Uh, that's basically the background for oldie June. When I was looking at it, watching YouTube videos and, you know, looking up stuff about him, the fact that he takes part of the reason he takes these like thriller roles and stuff is because he doesn't think he's handsome enough no. to be a romantic lead and I was like son what like <laughs> no, no 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 which sure. makes sense I'm sure Rain watches something like that is like aren't you because you're supposed <laughs> to be the young me what do you say about me dude because <laughs> yeah. they look so much alike right but <laughs> still they're both very Yes. They are both very yeah, handsome very, men in very, very different some, ways. Yeah. Very exactly. different ways. So shall we talk about some of his fantastic roles, starting with uh, his first debut role as the young Rain in Ninja Assassin, which I know <laughs> at least three of us watched because uh, we watched it together. What a wild time. We oh had my gosh. It. It's yeah. not a good movie. Yes. Okay. It's a beautiful <laughs> movie. And it's as well acted as you could expect from the script. And it has like a crazy team behind it. But it should have been better. Bad. It the should have been. It was so bad. <laughs> the script, it felt like a dubbed movie to me. It, yes. it really, it was not a dubbed movie. Very clearly an American English movie. But the script made it feel like a very badly translated, translated dubbed movie. So the, also, he, I, Jesse had a very important note to tell about this uh, oh, ninja yeah. film. So as I was watching the movie, I realized that I don't think this was their pitch. I think that this movie is what like 
was the thing that like sold people or they were like we'll take your original script and make it ninjas because if you watch that movie it is very clearly supposed to be vampires very clearly everything about it just screams vampires when i was watching it i was like oh so this is like blade like even at one point they acquire vampire powers but like (laughs) never like there's like a, a ninja we're not gonna go over the like the entire story but there's like it's like deals with like ninjas and he grows up you know in this clan and the clan is very like family oriented and they're like good good like should be dead because you know police are like exploding them and they're just like somehow are like walking around kind of good so it's everything about it is very like comic book like which i get because the what the writer is um oh i don't remember his name but he's uh one of the he's works with the wachowskis and did mm-hmm. sensate and has worked on marvel stuff for many years mm-hmm. so you get the re like you get that feeling of the graphic novel esque mm-hmm. thing but everything's so supernatural <laughs> about these ninjas that it just just look if you ever like watch it or have watched it just think if it was a vampire instead of a ninja and you it would make so much more sense it it makes sense to me and and maybe maybe have some alcohol on board too yeah (laughs) i I felt drunk while watching it does that mean i wasn't drinking adrian he did a really good job oh yeah yeah and he is in it like a fair bit like it's not just Mm -hmm. some like flashback scene there's like kind of like a a fairly big like him learning how to be a ninja and things happening to him in this thing and they kind of like do some flashbacks uh but i will say like as a warning to anybody who's watching it it's extremely gory it's very like unrealistically gory it's unrealistic but i mean like like within like the first i would say like five minutes of the movie people's heads are coming off and you see them so I just want to warn the brightest that. red blood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kool Aid everywhere. Yeah. Like, it, like they, if, you know, they needed to like have a lot of it, and I know firsthand fake blood is really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Even and then you have that quantity, and you're like, okay, I get it. You're just trying to go for the cheapest you can. Yeah. <laughs> like if if it's like Kill Bill levels of. Mm violence like blood spray and yeah and it's it's, it's not just it's not just that you see i mean you usually see it happening too so like yeah. you see the missing mm. head you see the missing arm yeah. so it's not just here's a prop it's that's where it used to be also yeah, yeah. i will have to say i will give props to rain because he was really selling martial arts that definitely a stunt person was doing <laughs> yes <laughs> it was like he was selling it you know like he was selling that chain knife really well the chain knife was pretty sick and i had to be honest i don't know there was a lot of like dudes with swords coming against a dude with a very long chain knife and i'm like guys <laughs> you're not gonna win this yeah. come on it was fun it was fun it was dumb yeah it's it's not good but we had fun and i guess that's all that matters really i know that i have heard more than one person that that movie is what drew them into k-pop and k-dramas right because they saw rain and thought i need to find out who that is okay that's legit that's legit i mean there's also also a lot of shirtlessness 
There was one scene where they literally take the time out in the middle of like a dramatic fight with like Rain versus like his like ninja brother. And it's like, keeps just cutting back to like a slow pan up Rain's <laughs> naked chest. And I'm just like, okay, guys, we get, we get it. <laughs> we get it. We get it. He's hot. It's enough slices. <laughs> That's enough slices. <laughs> oh, the next movie is, doesn't actually appear on this list, oh, but I. But oh. Ninja Assassin, isn't it kind of hard to find? Or is it not? It is in Canada, but I don't know i don't know it probably it you know it might be like one of those that is like really easy to find like a used dvd somewhere Mm -hmm. you know it definitely feels like that yeah (laughs) or you can just go to like your local used dvd place and find it it for like three bucks it sounds like the kind of movie that you probably would have found at the corner store when they Mm -hmm. were doing rentals right Uh so it's on it is on hoopla okay and you can also rent for it for $3 on Apple, I, Amazon, Google, YouTube. I recommend going to Hoopla for free. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just Hoopla is a, a library-based rental. Yeah. So you yes. have to have a library card to yeah. use it. But, but it's um, really nice and easy to yeah. use. I, I, you know, I borrowed something a couple weekends ago and it was like, okay, and now it's on my phone. And now I can watch it. And then... When it's done, it just goes away. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, you don't pay mm. fees. So I just, you know, late at the library or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna use this more. <laughs> I just scrolled down, so I'm on a Just Watch. We're still not sponsored by Just Watch. We just find them very useful. And uh, people who <laughs> like Ninja Assassin also liked Blade. <laughs> sure. Well then. Well. 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 <laughs> um, the next movie he did was we're not going to talk about it but he did the uh korean dub for nomeo and juliet mm-hmm. oh yes so i saw nomeo and juliet in theaters man that <laughs> was a cute time it's a cute it's movie cute. but i feel like we don't really need to talk about it because he's no, just there's, there's nothing to talk about there uh it's funny <laughs> the next movie was his wild method acting movie uh rough play also known as an actor is an actor my boy put his whole ass into that movie. I watched Rough Play like a couple of years back. Just it is. It looks fascinating, which it was. Yeah. It's insane. Like, it's an insane movie. Uh, it basically follows this very passionate actor who then rises to the top and very quickly falls, falls. down to the bottom. And <laughs> it's insane. And it's, it's like all Lee June. He's like, it's him. The whole movie is him. Mm. And... Mm. I didn't get to watch it, but it kind of sounds very interesting. It's it is a little confusing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. narratively, because the way it layers the timeline is a little confusing with some flashbacks yeah. periodically, and it is definitely Korean movie level of nudity and sex and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it is not, you know, it's not an easy ride for folks that are not looking for stuff like that. And there yeah. there's a lot of violence, like there's not. There's not the ninja assassin level blood or anything. Believable <laughs> violence. More punching, and but it definitely tries to show the very, very dark side of ha- you know actors and actresses having sponsors and then their mm-hmm. intimate relations with each other, and so it's very it's it's trying to show the darkness of all that and how yeah. 
pretty much the bad, kind of like the quote unquote bad managers kind of, you know, victimize these people who are maybe really talented and some of them aren't. So it kind of goes through that a little bit, but it's all through, you kind of see it just, he's the, through his career kind of, but then you kind of see even the side characters that he works with and how it's really rough on them and stuff. I'm just going to say trigger warning for like rapey things. I mean, it has stuff in it. So it is not not an easy flick. Yeah. Not an adult film as in porn. It is a film for <laughs> adults. I, um, I was watching a little interview that was with him and the director and the woman interviewing them was like, oh, like, you know, Lee Jun fans must be excited about this. And the director was like, Lee Jun fans over the age of 19. Over the age of 19. This movie is rated 19 plus. Well, I think that's also like uh, something interesting about him in general is that he didn't like try to keep up mm-hmm. kind of the idol pathway yeah. and like what he was choosing he he definitely went straight into roles that yeah. probably any other person who's an idol kind of transitioning into acting full-time would steer mm-hmm. clear they would like kind of go more for like family-friendly stuff and he mm-hmm. never did that which i think is pretty obvious in the next film he did which Jesse and I watched together last night, <laughs> uh, The Piper, which is a very fucked up rendition of the fairy tale, The Peed Piper. Oh boy. Okay. It's like hard to like describe and not spoil a bunch of it because it's one of those movies where things are like happy and then there's like the dark turn and when it turns, yeah. it turns. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty like just like a light switch it just and, like but it, suddenly but even when things are happy they're like off-putting yeah, at they're the very same like time. surreal so like, and mm, weird this and you're isn't like, right like this is sus especially ejun's like, character he is definitely yeah. the weirdo in the like entire time you're like he's going to kill everyone or like yeah, at least he looks like it there's something wrong with him so <laughs> the basic plot is there's it's right after the korean war and there's a guy who is a professional flute player essentially like pipe flute player Mm -hmm. who lost his wife in the war and his son has tuberculosis and he has like a limp and they're trying to walk across korea to get to seoul so that he can get his son to a doctor Mm -hmm. and they happen into this very weird town that is currently plagued by rats and so he's like hey I can get rid of the rats for you. And the the chief of the village is like, all right, if you do, I'll pay you money. Now, if you're familiar <laughs> with the fairy tale, you probably know where this goes, but it goes in a wild turn. Lee Jun yeah. plays the, the, the weirdo son of the village chief who has been so far in charge of attempting to get rid of the rats who have been mm-hmm. evading his attempts to poison and murder them. And it goes wrong. Yeah, it goes wrong, wrong. It just... It goes so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. It was incredible. Incredible. Great it was time. an incredible movie. Also, like... You know, every, How much screen time did Lee Jun get? Quite a bit. Yeah. Like, he was, like... He wasn't, the like, a main character, but he was definitely, like... You know how there's, like... 
main, secondary, and tertiary. He was a secondary. Yeah, especially because of where he was in, like, so his dad was, like, kind of one of the main characters. My cat's doing something crazy. Um, Main (laughs) characters. um, And because he was the son, he was kind of always there. But the movie does follow mostly about the, the the Piper and his son. And it does a lot with just like everybody in town because it's a fairly small town that you're like mm. interacting with. We're talking like twenty people yeah. in this little mm. village. Like, yeah, and they're all in like huts and stuff. And yeah, so it's and just they like, don't uh, know, and they don't know that the war has ended. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they still think the war is going on. Yeah, they're kind of like I, removed because it's literally just in the middle of the woods. He's just like kind of walking through. Yeah, village. Oh. Oh, it is an unsettling movie. Um, <laughs> but but hor- horror fans will dig it. Oh, so. yeah, horror fans yeah. will love it. Absolutely. Like if you if you like movies like like Midsummer, mm-hmm. you would yeah. love this movie. Yeah. So it's not like horror in the sense like oh like monsters and things, but it's just sort of like oh this is this is this is real fucked up. Do not. Like this. <laughs> this is ooh the horror of human beings. Let's just mm-hmm. say yeah. that. He then also did a voice in the cartoon Soul Station, mm-hmm. which was uh, the prequel zombie, to the prequel Train to, to Busan. Train to Busan. Well, it's a yeah. prequel, but it's, it's standalone. Not really. It's sort of it's it, if you watch it, you'll be like, yeah, this is not what a prequel is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it, it like it, they're like same universe. Yeah, situation. Mm. Yeah. And when he did that one, I saw an interview where he was saying that after doing that, he was like, I'd really like to play a zombie. I could do it too. Cause I'm a dancer and I can like bend around and do all those things, those weird positions. I could I, do that. Like, so I want to play a zombie. Like, Listen, if, if our powers casting can do anything, like, can we let him in? Yeah. I mean, he is very popular with the Netflix now. So I no. mean, Kingdom and- season three coming someday. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, yes. you know he ha- he now has the in with like the Netflix teams, and then the last movie he did uh, is a action comedy called Luck Key, um, where he did play one of it had it has two main characters, and he was one of the two main characters of um, the. <laughs> It's on Viki. You can yeah. watch it. It's really I easy to love find. this movie. I I, thought, I laughed my ass off. It was so funny. Like, it just, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it was so wild. And I just really enjoyed it. It, it cracked me up the whole so, time. The, the movie basically follows a professional assassin and a basically loser, failed actor loser, played by Lee Jun where when the assassin falls in in a sauna and hits his head and gets amnesia, he and Lee Jun's character, Lee Jun steals his identity, essentially not knowing anything about him except that he was wearing rich people clothes. (laughs) So he just wanted to like steal his money, essentially. Um, And then soon, very soon gets embroiled in Hitman's life, essentially. (laughs) Whereas the the hitman's just living as a think 
Like, clearly this is, like, a man in his, like, 50s plus who now thinks he's a 32-year-old. <laughs> well, no, there, there's a great part when he looks at like he's, like... 32-year-old. This is what it says. That's the age yeah, it says, like, but look at me. Look at me. <laughs> and, like, there's I this, love that know, they stick with that. Like, they, they, do. they and play like this... that through the whole movie. He keeps going... People look at him and, like, Ooh, well, I guess some people have a hard life. Like, okay, <laughs> he, like, befriends this, like, 32-year-old paramedic who's like, well... You know, if you look like this now, you'll be really dependable and sturdy looking in your old age. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, I guess we're like friends. Like, yeah, you know, we're, we're you friends, I guess. Um, <laughs> if you like action comedy, you will. Yeah, like it's it. definitely it, an action it wasn't, comedy. Yeah. It's not gory. There is some violence, but it's not, you know, mm-hmm. over the top or anything. And it's it's exactly what you would expect from the genre of it's delivering exactly what it promised yeah. to deliver mm-hmm. he was fun in it playing an idiot there was an interview about it and of course you know how they always ask the general question of like how similar are you to this character he's like i'm not similar to this character <laughs> like, he goes i haven't even ever met anyone like this person because <laughs> he's like an idiot but like an idiot in the sort of way that he like lucks into the right idea or like lucks into something that's close to the right conclusion, but never quite the right conclusion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yay yay. So those are all the movies he's done. I'm sure he'll do more in the future, but he has done mostly drama series starting in 2010 in Jungle Fish 2, which I was unable to locate to watch. I haven't found it. it- He's one of those where it's like a lot of this stuff is not available in easy to find locations except for the really big stuff. Mm-hmm. But even the really yeah. big stuff will give you a sense of what he does. He was then in History of a Salary Man, but only as a cameo. Was that the one? I can't remember now. There's something on Vicky, but I don't remember. It was something I, that I didn't watch. History of a Salary so. Man. It, it is on Vicky is. for the US at least. Oh. Yeah. Vicky Pass Plus. Uh, yeah, I think I looked at it, you. but because he just had a cameo, I didn't bother. Yeah, like, it was I wasn't like, gonna oh, sit oh. there skimming. Yeah, if there was like, if it was, him, if it was a know? cameo, I was like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, in 2012, he was in Send from Heaven as Lee June. Also, <laughs> could not find that one. Uh, also, yeah. in 2012, he had another cameo in Phantom. Uh, but in 2013, we start getting into things that you can actually locate <laughs> that he has a sizable role in. He was in Iris 2, so mm-hmm. a, a rare oh. second season of a show. Um, I did not get around to watching Iris 2 because it was not easy to find. And I hadn't seen Iris 1, like the original yeah, Iris. I've only seen like, like I don't have first episodes, mm-hmm. first two episodes of Iris because it used to be yeah, on like a... Netflix. Yeah, it's like a spy, yeah, yeah, anti-terrorist military I thing. I think I dropped it after three or four. Like it was one of my earliest K dramas, and I was mm. like right into Big Bang, so you know, tops and yeah. that. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna check this out. But it, about it up. episode two or three, I was just like, nah, I can't. Ain't for me. Ain't I my scene. This is not for me. So then in 2014. Gabdong! The memories of murder. Jesse and I actually have an entire 
episode that we had done for another project we were working on mm-hmm. uh, about Gabdong and the actual crime that it's based on. And he, he plays a psychotic serial killer in it. And that's mm-hmm. not even a spoiler. They reveal it's, it pretty yeah. early. You pretty pretty early. First not, episode, you're like, okay, this is it. This is him. <laughs> this is him. And let me tell you, okay, Gabdong... It's fine. It's a fine show. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's not anything <laughs> incredible. It's not like the best serial killer show you'll ever watch, mm-hmm. but he's really good in it. Oh, he's fantastic he's in it. It's like, one of his actual best roles. Yeah. Like, like I think. He's really, really good in it. Yeah. He's um, a, like, it's, it's almost at a point where he's a little bit too good for the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the show is, um, got, yeah. um, it's not like a straightforward crime drama. It's got more of a mahjong quality mm-hmm. to it. Oh, it's a little—it's a little bit older too, so it has that kind of mellow mahjong, yeah, sort of over the top, over crime. the top stuff. And, and twenty are a little episodes, bit, wow. Yeah, so oh, things yeah. and like things <laughs> are a little bit, uh, but he's incredible in it. He really yeah. just embodies that role and he's like mm-hmm. creepy and scary and just the way that he is able to kind of do all the things that he does in it it's just it's actually pretty great to watch i think something important to note about him and all of his like of course his range is huge but even in his kind his characters that either are you know psychotic or insane like mm-hmm. the, these characters that are unhinged they're all very different he mm-hmm. plays yeah. them all very very differently it's mm-hmm. not like he has one scenery chewing setting and that's what he does for like everything like yeah. he's no, very yeah. different each time and i think that's very important to note because it's not like oh yeah he then just reaches into his bag and does this role that he's already done three mm-hmm. times. no like it's it's always very very different i mean they're very different characters but like in Lucky and then in Father is Strange, he in both of those, he plays an actor who's maybe not that good at acting, mm-hmm. but they're completely different characters. Like yeah. I didn't watch Lucky and think, oh yes, yes. This is like just Father is Strange. If no. his life mm-hmm. took a dar- dark turn or whatever. It's like, no, like it's, it's a completely different character, clearly. Yeah. And so just as like a side note, we will be putting that episode up on, our mm-hmm. channel on our certified newness channel it's a different format than all the other things but if you want to learn more about the drama our feelings and more about the actual real serial killer case that it's based on mm-hmm. we'll have that as like a special bonus episode this next show uh is available on viki it was called mr back or mr bake i did not have time I watched the first couple episodes and then the last couple episodes because I was kind of like, I don't really, it's very typical. Like Mm -hmm. it's a a sort of family slash, you know, business, you know, intrigue kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's amusing. Like conceptually, it's kind of interesting, but it's one of those ones where, okay, kind of, it's kind of got Miss Granny vibes. He's a terrible, uh, not Lee June's character, but his dad in it is a terrible, terrible human being who gets transformed to being younger. This is all in the first like half hour of the show. He be- gets transformed into being younger and gets a second chance at life with this beautiful young woman. Mm-hmm. And you're like, 
okay, but he's a terrible human being. And he lived as a terrible human being <laughs> for 70 sucks, years. Sucks, you know? So, <laughs> so like it's nice, but like, do I really believe that 70 years of terrible human being got changed in 13 weeks of being young again and the love of a good woman? Like, come on. But mm-hmm. Lee June's mm-hmm. entrance into the show is phenomenal. He's this like, you know, chai bowl son who hookers and gambling and like you know and his dad hates him and he hates his dad and literally he's coming his dad's birthday is coming up and he's coming home and he parachutes into the estate i love it with a banner attached to his back you know like one of those plain Mm -hmm. banners that and Mm -hmm. it says dad just die for your birthday <laughs> and then you know he kind of his dad's like, what it. the hell? And he's like, you saw it. <laughs> For your birthday, I would like you to die. That would be great. And, oh my God. <laughs> and then basically, you know, when he becomes young, he comes and sort of says, I'm your half brother that you didn't know anything about and fixes their relationship. So a lot of it is that relationship as well. But <laughs> I couldn't. The main thing is the romance, and I couldn't get past that because I was like, he doesn't, yeah. she's way too nice to deserve getting stuck with this piece of trash for her life. But Lee June was very adorable in it. So he's adorable in everything. Uh, <laughs> and he doesn't age. No, he does no. not age. He's no, just one age. Because he, Ninja Assassin, so like, how old was he then? I don't know. It was 10 years ago. Oh, he's <laughs> okay. 20. Yeah, he he yeah, still he looks 20, 20. Yeah, he looks exactly the same. Exactly the same. I'm indistinguishable. He it could have been filmed last week. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same. He's, yeah, he's even like, he's even like, enlistment anything. It did not no, touch his face. Did not touch no. anything. He looks only thing different is that he's buzz cut. Like he doesn't change his hair. hair. <laughs> Changes his hair. That's, That's the only thing that changes. Like when you look at like videos of like him when he was still with M Black. It's just he has yeah, like an well, emo haircut. That's the only difference. Well, e- emo haircut plus like guy liner, which yeah, by the way, yeah. he really pulls off guy liner. He really does. does. He really does yeah, pull really off does. that scene look real mm-hmm. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even in with N Black, like I watched a bunch of their videos for this, you know, just to their videos were all very movie like they had a movie to them yeah. and he yeah. was always like the main character of the movie within the <laughs> music video. So like you could always see even then that I, this was the goal. This is what he wanted to be doing. What I, what I also love about like just any M Black video is you're like, ah, yes, this was under Rain's company. <laughs> like, like, uh, when you're watching it, you're yes. like, mm, I see, I see some inspiration there. Now, yeah. Rain, Rain had his little fingers all over this. Uh, you can tell. He had a cameo role in the really fun show Pinocchio. Haven't seen it yet. Nothing, nothing to say about it, it because it was just like a cameo role. But like Pinocchio's a good show, and he was good at it. And, and I'm pretty sure it's in, on Vicky still, or probably or probably or somewhere. It was a very big show. It was a very yeah. big show <laughs> with like top name people. Like <laughs> yes, big show. And then in 2015, the absolutely phenomenal heard it through the grapevine fantastic so good oh my i gosh. still need to finish it but like i holy love it holy shit what a show oh. 
I, I didn't even feel it's 30 episodes long. And I didn't feel yeah. it at all. <laughs> like, I it started is, it, but I went about through the first episode and then I was just like, I couldn't not right now. Like it was just it, not for me right now. Where you it's know? like you're really, it's, so, you're not in the right headspace, but it is kind of dark, but it's a dark comedy and yeah. it mm-hmm. actually is. I don't think any Korean drama, if you don't include like horror movies, mm-hmm. I don't think any drama has ever set out to do a black comedy and actually done a black comedy. Successfully done it. This one did. Heard it through the grapevine does. And it's Mm. phenomenal. Like it's wild. (laughs) And he's phenomenal. Actually, everyone in that. that Everyone in that. I love it. Everyone. Girl, the the girlfriend. I love that actress too. Oh gosh. Go us. Go us. She's phenomenal. She's in Tracer right now. Yeah. yeah, anybody's watching that. That's so Lee June and Goa Song play teenage parents. It's I I don't even know what to say about okay. it. It is so good. So they play teenage parents, but the big thing is that he comes from money. He's mm-hmm. his family very is wealthy. very wealthy, also old money as well. So it's through generations. And so he gets his girlfriend pregnant and they kind of have to deal with that. And yeah. it's like it follows the way the family handles this and also the family with the girl because she comes from a very poor, poor family. family. So it's like her introduction into this and how they're mm-hmm. kind of dealing with it. And it's done so realistically that it's, it. I don't understand how they do it. You think it's going to be a mahjong and it's not. it's not. And it has some like mellow parts, but like, not a lot. And then there's just some like weird, absurd stuff because of the comedy to it. But it just, it shows that lifestyle Mm -hmm. in the most realistic way you'll ever, ever see it in a K-drama. It's incredible. It's so good. So crazy. Even some of like the side characters, like you have the girl that he kind of grew up with, who's kind of I guess technically she would be like the the second female lead like mm-hmm. trio thing. It's my favorite girl from Morham School and W mm-hmm. and all that. The girl who plays the female lead sister is what's her face? Who is um Oh yeah. Uh, um she's in Bulgasol right now. She's yeah? in Bulgasol, yeah. but she was also in um uh, Are You Human Too? Yes. And yeah, a bunch of them. Yeah. There's like a great found family and like an actual found family with all like the help who have been with the family for years and years and years and it's also written by or directed by the same person who did something in the rain so most Mm -hmm. of something in the rain cast is in there so you see like the this the woman who plays the the rich father's like secretary is the a mother from something in the rain Mm -hmm. just like a bunch of characters are from that and it's just it's phenomenal. It's it's the cast is wild. The acting incredible. The writing yeah. amazing. The filming beautiful. Like everything about it, mwah, chef kiss. <laughs> and and it, it clicks along. Like mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. far as it doesn't the, drag. As far as as far as how quick the baby happens, the baby <laughs> happens super oh, baby early. Happens real super quick. Early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not it's there. not like that's it's not like it's not like, oh, however many episodes of we're gonna have a kid, we're gonna have a kid. no like kid is had the kid the kid is yeah. have. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing that's perfect about it they both play their the age that they're supposed to be in this yes. 
they mm. they they're very naive but in a very believable believable way especially in like his role is very sheltered because of his upbringing because he's mm-hmm. a rich kid mm-hmm. who's like only had you know the same people in his life always and obviously his family's so rich that he was basically raised by the maids and stuff you know that kind of sheltered and he does it well <laughs> like he's like goofy and charming and like sweet because he's like this 18 year old who just slept with his girlfriend once and yeah which pregnant. it is totally crazy to think of him in that role versus him being a serial killer or anything yeah. else like yeah. Like, yeah yeah that that is range like it's, seriously and he, he pulls range. it off so well like you like I mean he like he obviously doesn't he looks exactly the same as he does today <laughs> but he's like, an ageless the man, way that okay. he does it his like mannerisms and stuff it's very sweet and it's like like the way that he like interacts with the baby is very much like a young father who's just like mm. kind of very smitten about everything but still like a young person and it's yeah. just uh, I love it so much <laughs> I I mean just right off the bat I love that he's immediately like as soon as he knows he's like okay and now I do the right thing right like I'm mad Mm -hmm. that I wasn't there for you and I'm going for the you know like and it's just and he's just like no no, this is obviously what I have to do and I like that it's just a nice character (laughs) that was actually the show that that was the first thing I ever saw with him in it and that was what made me fall in love with Lee June was this show so it's a good one to make you fall in love with him yeah and basically like I love Lee June. Like, it, it's, it's a little bit of a meme between the four of us, how much I love Lee June. Like, every time I see him appear in, like, a variety show or something that I wasn't expecting him in, I literally gasp and go, Lee June! Like, even, even my husband's like, oh, is your little boyfriend on there? Like, is Lee June? <laughs> like, I'm like, Lee June! And it's, it's because of this. Because of this. And it's on Cocoa and Vicky and stuff. It's yeah. easy to find. The year after that, he did, went on a very different different tack very different role from any of his other previous roles uh with the ocn drama vampire detective mm-hmm. okay now i need to i need to i still clear. haven't finished that one but it is fun i watched two fun. episodes i tried to watch more um but my computer was saying no you can't the computer so. saying no 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 uh, i watched it the year it came out because at that point i was in love um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and He's fantastic in it, but he's a completely different character than mm-hmm. anything he has played before. Very stoic, snarky, you yep. know, like uh, handsome. Just well, he's always bad. Well, what? you can't you can't change that part. I that's know, usually yeah. that, that's the one thing that's not. Well, changed, okay, so. I will be honest. In the Piper, you weren't so much feeling his good looks, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because he was a little too unsettling. But uh, in, in this, uh, he plays a dude who's a detective who gets turned into a vampire <laughs> and continues being a detective. As one does. Yeah. As right. one does. Of course. Of course. Um, I would say if you are a fan of like, obviously I've only watched the two episodes, mm-hmm. but if you're a fan of like spe- like procedurals, like crime procedurals, mm-hmm. like specifically like Bones or Castle, I think you'd yeah. really like this because it's got a lot of like, lightness and fun in it Mm -hmm. and it's got a really good cast his partner in the firm is the brother from it's okay to not be okay Mm -hmm. 
and the girl is she was just in red sleeve oh yeah she's the main female lead in red sleeve Mm -hmm. it's got some good stuff it's fun i'll probably continue to watch it if i can (laughs) (laughs) if your computer lets you it is a beautifully filmed drama from like a cinematography it's kind of got that like british murder film Ah, yeah it's beautiful but i don't think the like show is like that like i I feel like it's very cinematography wise chef's kiss it's which is interesting for a vampire show like (laughs) they they did a good job with that stuff they really did yeah next what he likes to do is his next role is the complete nothing like the previous role he did so in the same year he also did Woman with a Suitcase, which is like a legal romantic drama where he plays like a young lawyer who the he's not the main character. He's like the secondary character, but the main character is a like paralegal who basically has to like reboot her career after everything goes wrong but she's like the best paralegal in the world who wants to be a lawyer but has like exam phobia so can't pass the bar and anyway he's like a young lawyer that she goes to work with uh and he's just sweet and cute and a cute little lawyer and very handsome and so sweet (laughs) It's a cute show. It's a cute show. If you like like legal romance stuff, I what like legal romance, like that's an actual genre. If you like I like, guess it is. It kind of is. I mean is. in Korea. You know, that's true. In, I mean in Korean dramas, legal to be honest, romance. in in North America too. Yeah. Like there's you know, we've had <laughs> our fair share. Main actress is uh Choi Ji Woo, who is she's just hmm. and then it it has an a woman in her mid to late 30s with a man in her mid to in his mid to late 30s romance which is kind of rare in the Ooh. drama world um so uh Jujin Mo is hmm. the uh co-star and when i say like it's a nice adult romance i don't mean it's spicy i just mean it's two adults <laughs> two actual it's adults like of a similar age yeah so it's two same-aged adults mm-hmm. falling in love in the <laughs> late 30s even though apparently she's in her 40s but she looks like she's like maybe 31 like come on <laughs> i'd like to mention a drama special that he did in yes. 2015 it, it is available on youtube mm-hmm. kbs world mm-hmm. the channel it's it's on there mm-hmm. with subs and everything uh so the name of it is what is the ghost doing yep. I, it's a fun one <laughs> sort of it is it is a drama special it, yeah it is a drama special. A journal, journey yeah. Yeah. There, there are parts of it that are really good there are yeah. parts of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. there are parts of it that are very cringe inducing uh, and it makes you just special life it makes you very happy like good on him for being able to pull off that type of thing and be the actor that he is today. Like, <laughs> good job, buddy. It's got you this did like, it. really um, kind of interesting vibe to it because it kind of like seems like it was maybe 
supposed to be like a pitch for a series and it never got a series so they're like yeah it feels it feels like like a it feels like the precursor to pilot episode yeah Yeah. like a pilot episode yeah because i mean it even it ends with a very and here we go again kind of a moment you're like were they trying to make this into a show like it okay his character is very yelly (laughs) he's very yelly (laughs) every aspect be it scared upset anything he is yelly it's kind of hard in the beginning (laughs) i will say that's like it is a tough go let's just say that you can't bat a hundred that's true your entire career but but there there are parts of it that are very charming and touching Mm -hmm. so like he was as instructed to do it so he's exactly i think that's the thing when you've seen so much range out of him and him hit the notes so perfectly mm-hmm. you know this has to be how he was directed to do it <laughs> yeah. right this is not just him coming out of nowhere unable to act suddenly like he just <laughs> he did what he was told to do and he no did see, what he was what told. we didn't know is that secretly it was the plot of a drama and he hit his head and forgot how to act <laughs> of those scenes alone but then came back to his senses <laughs> but the touching parts like so of course the boy could cry like you know mm-hmm. we've seen him cry and he he still sold those tears like he did it very well during the 10-15 minutes that the drama was serious and really good <laughs> it's like right. not a lot of your time it is a light it's a light investment yeah so that's like true. that's he, fine he didn't now, have to keep this going for 16 episodes yeah <laughs> like yeah, that yeah, would yeah. be rough. a ding in your career right yeah. like that would be yeah. a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> but when it's just a drama special i'm sure but what i'm sure of is he would never want to rewatch that like <laughs> yeah there is no way <laughs> he would want to rewatch yeah. it <laughs> we all like, we all have things we're not proud I, I can of. imagine <laughs> his best friends tying him down and, and pressing play and they'd be like no cringe fest cringe fest yeah. or sort of i i could it's like the sort of thing that would become like a running inside gag with your friend group like yeah remember, uh, mm-hmm. remember that incredible drama special you did remember that <laughs> fantastic work you've done but you know like i watched it when we did our drama special episode and i thought I think that's one of the things we kind of talked about was that drama specials, because they're so short, it's an opportunity to try something different. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, he took a shot at it and maybe, maybe after that is when he decided, you know, rom-coms, not for me, because <laughs> it's not really a rom-com, but, you know. Well, yeah, he didn't fully decide that rom-coms weren't for him. <laughs> that's Because true. in 2017, his last project before he enlisted was the 50 episode weekender father is strange mm-hmm. which i That's watched while it was airing me too my boy it's actually really cute it's a really sweet it's little really weekender good. like it is it was and, my first weekender and it's kind of a hard one if that's your first one because it's actually really pretty good and yeah. like mm-hmm. and enjoyable and doesn't have some of the things that trip people up in weekenders sometimes so it's not as then uh, finding another one like it becomes difficult it's not as over the top as many mm-hmm. other weekenders can be he plays a um idol turned actor who's bad at acting so it's like halfway him 
but not <laughs> quite. But then, then he really had to act in order to right. be that. To yeah. act as a bad actor, you have to be a good actor. To believably act as a bad actor. And he then, you know, gets a little romance with an intern. But things go a little sideways, but I don't want to say why, because that would be a spoiler. <laughs> and if you want to watch Father is Strange, it's a pretty big spoiler, so I'm not yep. going to tell you what happens. So is he one of, like, the main main characters? Does he, is, oh, he yeah, show up in every episode? Yeah, pretty much, like, yeah. So in Weekenders, usually there's, like, lots of main characters, because since it's 50 episodes, there's lots of time to, like, have a lot of stories. So it basically follows this family who has... Four, three, four, three, four, four children because there's a brother and three sisters. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. He's like a, becomes ingratiated with this family through shenanigans. So one it's of like the sisters winds up working with him. It's yeah. a you know like that's part of it. And but he's like one of the top top guys yeah. on the on the yeah on the thing. And uh, it, it's it's really quite a fun little show. And by little I mean it's quite I a think fun it's one of the the ones that people like the Talk most about, out yeah, of like, like the, weekenders. The weekenders that people mention all the time yeah so why is why is the father strange it, that would be a spoiler it's a spoiler wow it's a spoiler okay might have a secret okay <laughs> there is yeah there's there might be a big secret that the father which, which totally makes me like imagine in fanfic a completely father might have a secret like a patient yeah. yeah. No, like, like, if you can with the with a weekender, you have to like think with your soap opera. Yeah, you yeah. have to think with your soap opera. Soap opera brain. Brain. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, there's gonna be birth secrets. There's gonna be something dramatic. Yeah. You know? You're always gonna focus on like an actual family unit, you know? Yeah, that sort of like, thing. Mm -hmm. There's something janky. Like there's someone's been hiding a secret from there's always when someone gets mad. Yeah, this one, this one is not like as soap opery. Like you know, I love Weekenders, it's but some of them a, get a little wild. I, I'd say like it almost has a bit more of a, um, like an American like sitcom vibe. Like not not that not a full, like not that full humor, but like it's a little bit more of that family, like a family, like drama. a family kind of thing. It's a little more amusing and a little less sometimes the they get heavy or over the top it's it's a little less that it's not it's not but, super mock jangy like it's not mm -hmm. super you know there's it's not like oh he hit his head and has amnesia like that's not a not, thing on this no novel. like it's not it's <laughs> there's a lot more romance to it than mm. a lot of them will have and multiple couples and you know stuff like that but it's just a watch I yeah, did nice. laugh when I saw him uh saw him interviewed about it and he he said that um he really liked the kissing scenes and we're like in retrospect okay oh, yeah. but um <laughs> but also that what he liked about the kissing scenes was that there were no lines and he didn't have to memorize any lines <laughs> you just had to go kiss yeah. <laughs> honest the honesty of this man in oh, interviews what one thing that he said in an interview so it wasn't father strange specific but just kind of about himself so the thing that a lot of his co-stars and people say about him is like that he's naive. He's like, I'm not naive. I know everything, <laughs> I <laughs> but I'm kind of immature. Like yeah. I go, 
I go play with the top. I go play with, like, I go do things that are kind of kid-like. And my my peers, they ask me why I do those. He's like, because I just like to. If they did it too, they would like it too. So like, I just have, have fun. Some fun. Like, I just yeah. want to have just some have fun, fun with my life. And that was the last thing he did before he enlisted. And then he came back. <laughs> and when he came back, he did three things. One, he started a radio show, uh, Lee June's Young Street. And then he made two Netflix shows. So listen, if you're a Korean actor, if you get into that Netflix <laughs> production, like just take it. Just, yeah, yeah. You're set. just take it. Yeah. So he did the Silent Sea, which we did a whole episode on. So I don't think we need to <laughs> mention too much about it. He um, did well in it. He yes. was incredible <laughs> in it. Uh, and then he's also playing the main antagonist, which isn't even a spoiler because you find out pretty early that's his vibe uh, in Bulgasol. Well, Souls. Uh, here's what I will say. <laughs> he does not show up until episode four. Yes, we got a little so, wink. So do not be looking for him until episode four. Yeah, but you know pretty like immediately what he's about yes. in his yes. introduction. When it's he just like when you he pops don't know up, who he that's is. What yeah, there's not there's the not like three. a mystery to his character. Like yeah. once you see him, you're like, ah, uh, I get it. <laughs> ah, gotcha. That's what you're up to. I yes. see. Got but it. what's really neat about his character is his character even has a lot of range. Mm-hmm. It's, he's all over the place, like emotionally. And um, tying back to the how he really liked the kissing scenes where he didn't have to um, memorize lines. He ad-libs most of his lines in Bulgasol. Yeah. What else and, there, and none of the other <laughs> hackers do it. And, and so he just, they just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> he's just ha- like, listen, he is living his best murdery life right now. <laughs> like, if you look at his, you know, entire thing, like, when you look at his face, you would think, oh, this is a man that does rom-coms. Sweet baby no. child. Nope. No, no, nope. like sure. When you wrong. see him on variety wrong. shows, he seems sweet yeah. and cute. Like you would want him to be in a rom com, but that ain't his bag, lady. Mm-mm, no, honey, no. He is here to murder and be creepy and unsettle you to your core. And in Bulgasol, you kind of you start going, "Am I rooting for him? Am I rooting for him now? Because yeah. I might be rooting for him now." You know, like I, those memes that every time like a, a villain is is like really hot and you're like you know it's funny how they never did anything wrong really <laughs> like i'm not gonna lie bogosol was really boring until he showed up yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh here we are who, who is who is carrying that show he's ca- on his back he is his, <laughs> he is carrying it I'm sorry. There's just so much you can deal with, with like the emo boy who keeps on thinking about things that happened three minutes before and replays it in his head over and over Uh, for the first three episodes (laughs) that I could take. I get it. You have a sad backstory. Let's get this. Well, I I feel like even narratively (laughs) as the show progresses, it's still like how many cycles can we go through having this exact same discussion? I haven't gotten that far in it, but like he's definitely the only reason I would like keep on going at this point. He's the thing that makes it interesting. But about his character, like one setting, he'll be like super dressed up with like really floofy hair and like a dandy looking. Yeah, very dandy. And he'll like be yelly. 
But then in another scene, he'll be like way dressed down and like way more subdued. So like him being unsettling, he's unsettling in like five different ways. Yeah. And I love it because you never, you usually you never know which personality he's coming out with in that show. And how many, how many villain type characters within mm-hmm. K-dramas really have that much range because usually they kind of have oh he's the he's the dandy type villain Mm -hmm. and then we kind of know what they're up to yeah or and then maybe they have two separate settings or something and then you kind of get some of his backstory which is interesting you know like so you Mm -hmm. start pulling in this stuff it's like sorry he's the most fascinating part of it what i sort of love about the show is that the show shouldn't be about the main dude the show is like the interesting character is lee jude and it's like i would rather watch this guy be evil than like i'm not rooting for the good guy that's not good like i'm just like you know maybe humans have had their time you know what i I feel like i'm really feeling like picking up what this guy's putting down like it's like he makes some solid points with what he's saying like, listen, like, you know, let's in hear him the out. same situation, <laughs> like, I feel like anyone would make the same choice that he did. I don't know. <laughs> and then when the human characters make dumb choices, it's like, yeah, I mean, they've, they have kind of had their time. Like, let's go for the monsters. Listen, it's all good. This guy, <laughs> he makes a compelling argument. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he might know what he's talking about. He does have a show coming out this year called Red mm-hmm. Single Heart. Don't know much about it yet. In fact, I know nothing about it. The historical, historical right? I yeah. think so. Mm-hmm. And listen, he hasn't done that yet. No. I guess, yeah. Like, so. listen, he's, he's just, he's trying to pick up all, all the now, genres. Now what I will I say, it. what I will say about him, since he's played so many villain type roles, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he can't do non-villain type roles, of course. But like when you when he hits those villain notes so so well, and then it's like, oh, he got casted in something. It's like it makes you go, is he the villain? Because if he's not, <laughs> that would be his fun. But like it might be, we don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I do love it's a historical villain. about throne ascension. So. Everyone's a, a good listen, chance. Listen, I mean, in, the, in, these, his, in these Sago style things, everyone's a little bit of a villain. That's true. Okay, like, or they're right. dead. Like, so, those are your only options. You're either a villain <laughs> or you die. Like, it's, But it is one of those things, like, you start watching it, you know, and it's like halfway through, he hasn't done anything villainy yet. But like, maybe you hold out that hope <laughs> that he pulls out the stuff. I, but I, I do have to laugh that the description in my drama list starts with, a fictional historical yeah, drama listen. because they want to be sure listen, you know they've been they you know everyone has learned their lesson from those historical okay are like they have really learned their lesson. i mean it was really funny Whoa. with that what was it lovers of the red sky and it was like every episode it would start with like these are all make-believe characters i'm like they have glowing red eyeballs and there's like, <laughs> listen, like, apparently yes. that wasn't Obviously. Apparently it wasn't enough that they were zombies, so we can't. We gotta yeah. be real clear. Like, <laughs> oh, one thing about Bulgasol, he does have cool glowy eyeballs. Guys, that's important to know. And just like his style on point, just when he's in dandy mode. Mm. <laughs> well, so not a spoiler. There are some suspenders involved. 
early on. Imagine if that was a spoiler. Spoiler alert, he wears suspenders. Hey, I don't I don't want to people coming after like, me. Listen, I don't know what people will find spoilery, but uh, uh, I don't know either because sometimes people are like, excuse suspenders. me, and you're like, what? Like And his house is really cool. You <laughs> no, know those supernatural course. people, they always have cool houses. Yeah. Well, listen, like, they've had he's been alive for time. hundreds of years. They have tons yeah. of time to murder people and take their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like read and and get into interior design. Yeah. Still, like, you can't be like Very killing stylish. people all the time. There's well, some downtime. Like, yeah. listen, killing people is his job. Yeah, <laughs> he's got Yeah, he's his hobby. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> By the way, that's that's really? Joan. He also appears on several variety he's, shows. He's on a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Natalia first was uh, heard it through the grapevine. Heard through the grapevine was the first time I encountered so, June. What was everybody love. else's? Do you know? Do you remember? Father is strange. Okay, was definitely my first. What was yours, Jesse? Mine. Okay, so technically, if we're going to be really specific, M Black was doing stuff when Double S Five Hundred One was doing stuff. Also, as this little side trivia thing dara from 21 her brothers and m black so i knew about m black Mm. through that but if i'm going to be specific on when i was like that's a person like i didn't know he was e june but like i I, like zoned in on a person was definitely bubble pop Kiana's bubble pop he's in Mm. that music video yes he plays the dude (laughs) the dude Um, so that was like the first like introduction Mm to E. June. I think for me it was K-pop side. Mm. Just because mm. I think I ran into M. Black a little bit. Not like when they're active or anything. Well, well after that. Yeah. Uh, I, I do know that uh, there was an episode of Running Man where him and another member of M. Black teamed up with Lee Kwang Soo. Mm-hmm. So that could have been it. I feel like he's been in a couple of Running Man episodes. Yeah. And, mm. and a couple and of Men on a Mission. Brothers, yeah. yeah. And other stuff and too. Like I watched a a clip today of something i don't know what the show was because it was just cut in the middle uh, but it was like him and leaky quang having like a dance off mm-hmm. and they get progressively harder in these moves and then he's just he's waiting and he watches leaky quang and leaky quang just kind of like bends his knees and throws his arms out forward and he goes no no don't do it don't do it Quang!" and he's like like terrified and he's like and then they just watch and he does a backflip just a standing backflip <laughs> he's just like dang it i lose like he's even gonna try it and they're all like no 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 because your company will come and murder us with brain injury so think- just stop now like I think I just knew of him like being around mm-hmm. and then probably the first thing I watched of him it might have been lucky because I watched that like a year or two ago just for fun mm-hmm. and then I watched a little bit of vampire detective I didn't finish it but like mm-hmm. but I kind of just knew of his existence I kind of just saw clips of him on the radio like talking mm-hmm. to other yeah. people side note he doesn't host that radio show anymore no he, does. he doesn't he doesn't anymore but it's it's kind of funny because it's interesting that I didn't really see him in anything like yeah. drama side for quite a while. It's just I kind of I knew that he was this cute, charming little person. He always looks he looks short and little to me, but he's not like he's tall. He's a regular size. 
man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think I just regular. Because he kind of looked like, I thought, sweet baby child. And it's yeah. like, oh, he's not sweet baby child. He's murder child. <laughs> he Got <is>. it. <laughs> yeah. So I put, but like in his real life, he's, he's a sweet baby child. And I think uh, I put this video on uh, the playlist we have on uh, YouTube where the, the lead singer of Highlight is doing a reality show. And in this reality show, the lead singer of Highlight, who had, at the time the show was being filmed, had just finished filming uh, Let's Eat, the first season. And But he doesn't like, he's known for not liking to eat alone. So as part of this, the, they're making him eat a bunch of food at a table by himself in a very crowded restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden this like, person in a hoodie shows up and lives like hey man and then it's just it's just lee june who was there to like pick up some takeout and he's like what are you what are you doing like you hate eating alone he's like i'm filming a reality show and all of a sudden lee june's like looking around like at the cameras he's like oh shit like where what, what's happening he's just like this and he looks like just full hobo gear like just his big glasses like hoodie like you know celebrity out incognito mode <laughs> it's just so cute anyway it's a cute little clip uh we have a lot of such cute little clips on the plane and he's he's really fun on men on a mission especially mm -hmm. with yeah. uh Kwa. like mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah, he has a since, lot of they, since they've been be best friends for a long long time mm -hmm. they have lots of dirt on each other and stuff yeah it's really they, have, they have a lot of fun like interactions with each other mm -hmm. on their various you know like radio yeah. shows like they'll call each other and like <laughs> torment each other as part of their radio show which is like, we're talking about the lead singer of cn blue by the way if you're yeah, yeah. i i was he watching also, one of those AKA today the, where he like he was called him down. when he was on his radio Play show and house. called him at home and it was like and he just couldn't stop laughing because yeah. he's like trying to be professional he's like hi this is lee <laughs> june of young street you know and like young was like okay <laughs> what are you doing like and he's just like trying to be professional but like also cracking up and he's like, like we have a speed oh, yes. quiz you have to you're answer three dork, questions in one minute and he's like yeah. what are we doing here and he's like i said we have a speed quiz you have to answer three yeah, questions like, in one he minute. also is like why are we talking like why are we talking are we formally talking like to each other <laughs> do we have to talk formally to each other and he's like yes we do this is my job <laughs> That's one of the things that I think is like great, especially because uh, he since he was an idol at like in that time where there was a like there's a lot of stuff now, but there's a lot of like goofy like reality shows that like were big and popular at like those times, um, and you can find so many clips of them, just yeah, really old clips. There so he was also in a you know a lot of like the oh gosh what is it the Star Bell show there's like yeah. a bunch of that and it's a, a lot of fun to kind of go back and to have watched a lot of that kind of older the older clips of him in like m black era and he even he even appeared in an episode of return of superman mm, yeah he did a little clip where he just where he holds a little baby and looks <laughs> really cute and lost <laughs> very lost as he's left with this infant and is like i <laughs> patting like just patting the back of the child like i guess he's talking about doing. his nephew being older or something but he's like this baby is is a baby baby like i don't <laughs> yeah. know what this kid is like, i thought that was really funny when he's like passed off and he's like oh like, <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know how to hold what it. i was expecting it to <laughs> do like, somehow everyone like, will love you 
holding this baby. Holding, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, you know, they were correct. Uh, they were correct. See, I don't even like children, but every time I'm oh, watching yeah. that show, really, Return of Superman, oh my the gosh, show, the Edong Wook episodes are. So- I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't with Return of Superman. I don't like children. I don't want children. But I see what this show is doing. Yeah, the, this yeah. show is designed to raise the birth rates. And you know what? It's working. Like it's definitely working. I mean, I don't know about the data, but like <laughs> I don't have the numbers. But, I, but I'm like, telling you. But it's been going on long enough that it must be doing something. It's doing like, something. Like. Mm. We're just going to give you hot man holding babies and like <laughs> see what happens. Mm. <laughs> we see your game, be, Return of Superman. It'll be interesting to see what he does in the future. Yeah. Because right. like mm-hmm. he's already done so much. so much, so much great, great work to where it's like, I can't even imagine what type of goals well, and stuff he's going to We'll definitely know it's going to be Netflix stuff because Netflix is now going to grab a mm-hmm. hold of him mm-hmm. like, so listen, netflix <laughs> i listen for all that you know netflix gets up to in the korean realm as soon as they realize they've got a good actor on their hands <laughs> they do not let go yeah, they no. really love they're like you're in you're in this shit now <laughs> which as long as they you know treat their crews and stuff appropriately Mm-hmm. That's and good. maybe stop treating your trans employees badly, Netflix US. Yeah, just putting that out there. But I was meaning even Korean side, like yeah, you know, mm-hmm. letting people have rest and things because it's not just Netflix. It's true. True that. Although I mean, one of the things with Netflix, not all of them, but a lot of times, the stuff that's just Netflix is designed to just drop all at once, as opposed to you know weekly episodes and I wonder if that makes a difference too because a lot of the time what we hear about with the bad stuff that's happening on Korean sets it's often because they're pushing to make that week's deadline and so if you're not pushing if you don't have that that same deadline every week maybe some of this stuff is Mm. an easier Maybe not for everybody, but you know, maybe maybe for the actors, it's nicer. It's like, oh, like I I can just go and do this and film it for a month or whatever, and then take the money and go away. Like, <laughs> like, well, anyway, that was that was Lee Jun. Lee Jun. Lee Jun. He's um, a fun guy. Yeah, yeah he has really an like- incredible body of work. Like, there's something to love about every show he's done. And he's done so many different types of shows and movies that even if like, oh, you're not into horror. Well, that's fine. Here's a comedy. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not into comedy. Well, that's fine. Here's a romantic weekender. Oh, I don't like romance. That's cool. Here's a supernatural procedural. Like, he's got it all. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's something for everyone. And we hope that if you haven't already, you will go check him out because... I love him so much. <laughs> I just want everyone else to experience the joy that Lee Jun brings me in their own life. He's a great example of like, and I know we said idol, like actor, idol, actor, but like mm-hmm. he is an actor, idol on some yeah. you know, mm-hmm. level. In case you're unaware, because it is possible that some people are unaware. Some people, there, there are people out there that have a bias against mm-hmm. actors that either started as an idol or are idols as their mm-hmm. actors and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of bias against that. It so it's it's always good to call back to like you know when you when you have an awesome actor like Lee June to be like, hey, you know that he he was an idol yeah. too, right? He's a, he's a great litmus test for people who have that bias because mm. a lot of them who are Don't in realize. it have been in it for a while do know that he's from M Black, and so they will. I've seen people talk about what a bad actor he is, and I'm like, oh no, you're are wrong. you sure about like, that? People are people will say because he's an idol actor, he's from M Black, so he must be a bad actor. And you're like, no, 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 I see your bias now. <laughs> I dare you, I dare you to watch his stuff and tell me he's a bad actor. I <laughs> dare you, I dare you to go watch Rough Play, which was one of his first projects. And tell me he's a bad actor. I fucking dare you. <laughs> you can't do it. The, 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 cra- the crazy thing about that one is how he was a baby actor. Like, <laughs> just how he... I don't know how he did that. Like, I really don't. He's an incredible actor. Yeah. And it's just... Mm, y'all should check him out. <laughs> and he doesn't have a huge... Like, he has a, a variety of things. But it's not such a large filmography that it seems like you can never tackle it all. Mm-hmm. You can. It's listen, especially as far as he's not that old. He's only especially the internationally available options. Yes, there are only so many. many. And I mean, options. and like you said too, not everything is going to be for everybody. Not mm-hmm. everything that was available to me was something that I wanted to watch. Right. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's enough. There is more than enough to go enjoy something I, like. I will say so we, we've kind of completed the deep dive trifecta with Beiduna, Gong Yu, and Lee Jun for the got, this, but I will say the Jun he, of his he has more available internationally than the other two the, yes. <laughs> yeah that's very true true he which is, you would you wouldn't have guessed right no no definitely the lesser known actor out of the of trio those three yeah but the most accessible, huh? huh I wonder if that has to do with the K-pop connection in some, you know, like that that idol thing that so a lot of the um the streaming sites like Vicky and stuff are more likely to pick up some of his stuff. I don't know. Like don't it's know. odd. I, I just I feel like I feel like because Beiduna and Gong Yu, they have oh, I don't know. I, I can't yeah. It's probably just the eras that they were more active in, like for the genres yeah, and maybe. stuff. That's true. Like, that's true. Yeah. He's just he is the younger timing. Than them, so just mm-hmm. a little, you know, just yep. a little. Mm-hmm. Well, because even with his stuff, like when we're talking about the things like 2012 right. and earlier, it was, it's like hard to find that stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, going forward, we hope that we'll be able to touch all their stuff that they make. Because okay. all of it's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers uh, I'm sure they're trying. Especially with like Beidou, they're probably not messing around. They're like, yeah. oh, no. yes. They're like, we, lo- we like this one. We like this one. <laughs> Give us more. Give us more. <laughs> so write to your local Netflix to tell them you want more Legion. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Certified Nunas, where we talked about my sweet boy, Lee June. Uh, you can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found, but if you want links to everything that we talk about, you have to go to certifiednunas.com, where every single episode has a blog post that has links and time codes and everything that we talk about. 
Uh, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to become a member of the certified found family. It's our found family on the web. We love them. They're great. Uh, we have movie nights. We do have little extras there. And also you get special permissions and special posting options on our Discord. That's right, we have a Discord server and it's super fun. And we have a lot of fun discussions over there. Uh, the link to that can be found in the blog post. As I said, you can listen to <laughs> us wherever podcasts can be found. You can find us on social media. It's always at Certified Nunos. We're most active on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you have a fantastic week where you stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands and keep enjoying Asian entertainment, especially Asian entertainment that has Lee June in it. Anyway, have a good week. Bye. 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 Bye.